0: all right y'all so welcome back thanks again for tuning in welcome to the freeform podcast if this is your first time then nice to meet you if you haven't checked out the first two episodes of the freeform podcast make sure to check those out as well some topics i've covered so far include my experience in therapy as well as my experience in the music industry so far and my overall career path and how I've gotten to where I am currently today. Over the past couple weeks, I've asked you to send in some questions over Instagram. So thank you to everybody who submitted some questions. I'm super excited to go ahead and answer them today. But before we get into that, I just wanna start with the music recommendations for the week. In each episode, I'll be putting together a list of three songs, albums, or artists to check out. Something that's been super requested from a lot of you. So here we go. My first music recommendation for this week comes from Tyler Coolidge and Joyce Rice. They just released a new song called Privacy. It just came out via Over Everything Music. I've been a big fan of Tyler and Joyce for a really long time. And I'm super glad that they're able to collaborate on a song. I think they have a really good chemistry together. It comes together in this very cool like call and response kind of thing. And kind of showing both perspectives of the night. And I, I thought it was a super fun song to listen to. Definitely glad to see them working together. Um, and yeah, super glad how Privacy turned out. My second music recommendation for the week comes from Ilu J and J-Rob. They just released a new collaborative album called Gems in the Corner Store that just came out via Selection. Yeah, also been a big fan of both Elu J and J Rob for a long time, as well as Selection. I think they've collaborated on a few songs in the past, or maybe some Lucy's that they've shared on SoundCloud. Yeah, overall, I think it's a super great way to showcase not only their individual talents, but also their collaborative talents. There's also a few features on the album as well from people like Xylo, Kyle Dion, Cicero, and Foggy Rob. Overall, very, a very enjoyable. Album, so I definitely check it out if you're if you're looking for something new to listen to. And my last music recommendation for this week comes from my good friend Kazia. Shout out to Kazia, she just dropped a new single called Megan Fox. I think the first song I heard from Kazia was probably South with Jammy. You know, it's a super catchy song as well. I love the the way they kind of flow off one another. Um, and yeah, ever since then, you know, she's just been continuing to put out great features, great singles. And um, I was super excited to hear this Megan Fox song, you know, also make sure to check out the music video for Megan Fox as well. It's super cool. Um, You know, it's kind of just like spending a day with the homies, eating ice cream in the park, um, skateboarding, like a bunch of cool stuff. So definitely go check it out if you're looking for a good time. So without further ado, we'll just go ahead and hop into the questions for the week. Thanks again to everybody who submitted some. And if you didn't get a chance to submit any, don't worry, we'll definitely have more AMAs in the future as well. All right, so this first question comes from my friend, Raylene, shout out to Raylene. She asks, if you could live anywhere in the world for a year, where would you go? There's a lot of places I definitely want to go and a lot of places that I plan to go before you know all this quarantine pandemic stuff hit for sure. But I think my top choice outside of the country would be Japan. I actually haven't been outside of the US before, so you know i definitely want to take some time to explore what it's like in other countries um, on top of that i think japan just has a lot to offer in terms of like fashion music food and just overall culture and stuff that i definitely want to explore and there's definitely a lot of like brands and stuff that i look up to out there so definitely love to check it out over there in terms of places that i've already been to before i'd probably go back to the bay area i've been there a few times over the years but I don't know. I just feel like the community that I know over there has continued to grow over the past few years and yeah, definitely would love the chance to reconnect with them out there and just, you know, spend some time out there as well. This next question comes from my friend Marcel. Shout out to Marcel. He says, what aspects of a song make you keep it on repeat? When I listen to music, usually the first thing that grabs my attention is the production or like the instrumentation and then the vocal second and a lot of times it's really just like, you know, there's these special moments or like little little blips in the song that just really stand out to me like sometimes it could even just be like a single line or lyric or it could be like you know like a beat switch or something like that that really stands out to me and I think on top of that it can be like the chemistry between the vocals and the production as well you know if there are vocals present I think overall in terms of how I listen to music like I do listen to playlists and you know curate playlists every once in a while but I think for the most part I tend to to stick with one or two artists at a time and usually listen to like one or two albums at a time. And I, I listen to them for a while and I, I try to, to find new things to like about them every time and you know figure out different parts of it that resonate with me. But yeah, overall I think it's just little moments or single lines or beat switches and stuff that, that really keep me coming back um, and just figuring out different parts of it that resonate with me, yeah. And this next question comes from Nathan. He says, what are your goals for 2021? Man, I think, long story short, all my goals for 2020, but (laughs) uh, I think overall, like, just trying to keep keep consistent with the stuff that I'm already doing, you know, sticking with all the healthy habits that I've developed this year. Creatively, I think just continuing to challenge myself and... You know, continuing to find new new ways of expression and new avenues and stuff like this year, it's definitely been more focusing on design and trying to learn more about like art history and the history of graphic design. Also, trying to get more involved with like different types of photography, a little bit of video production as well, as well as the podcast, of course. So I've definitely found like another foundation for me to kind of explore in the new year, so to speak. Um, on top of all the artist development stuff that I've currently been working on as well. Yeah. I think just, you know, continuing to grow in that respect, continuing to become more aware of who I am and more comfortable with who I am. And also just, you know, continuing to build upon the relationships that I have. I think one of the biggest things I've learned this year is that I value the quality of my relationships much more than the quantity, you know, and I think that applies to a lot of different things. But I don't know, just trying to find ways to to get to know people even more. Um, And yeah, I think just trying to build stronger relationships with them, I think I've had the great pleasure of being able to be vulnerable with a lot of people this year and being more comfortable with that. And, you know, I'm also grateful for those moments where the vulnerability is reciprocated, you know, because I think that's kind of something that definitely helps build that stronger relationship when you can kind of have this mutual trust between two people for sure. All right. And then coming up next, we have two questions for my friend Jackie. Shout out to Jackie first one asks, thoughts on passion versus self-sustenance and financial stability. This is something I've definitely been focused on this year, you know, this is my first time really trying to like explore freelancing full-time. To give some more context, like my last full-time gig wrapped up in a May, and since then I've just been still at home and just freelancing full-time. Um, but yeah, it's the first time where I didn't have school. I didn't have a full time job. I didn't have an internship or anything like that. So just trying to figure out stuff on my own. But yeah, I think in the ideal case, you know, at least for me, I'm trying to find overlap wherever possible, you know, like trying to find stuff that I'm passionate about, but hopefully can also help pay the bills. But kind of on the opposite side of that coin, realizing that not all of my passion projects and stuff have to be monetized at the end of the day, I think it becomes a pretty complicated scenario and you know sometimes it can kind of complicate the creative process in general in terms of you know maintaining a clear mind of who you're creating for and like why you're you're pursuing this particular project or particular interest that you have. I think also being aware that you know while it's ideal at least for me to try to find overlap wherever possible between passion and financial stability realizing that they don't always come at the same time, you know? I think there's nothing wrong with pursuing like something to pay the bills and having your passion projects on the side for now. And, you know, hopefully working towards whatever goal you have, you know? For me, I think I, I've definitely had my fair share of um working like full-time jobs or like part-time jobs while still trying to pursue stuff on the side, you know, whether I was in school or, or not. And yeah, I think it just showed me that You know, it's really how how much you want to put into it at the end of the day. But yeah, I think, you know, just being reasonable with yourself, especially like a lot of passion projects and stuff and just, you know, career paths in general are all like slow builds, you know, so, you know, setting the right expectations for yourself is also super important. Yeah, I think just to summarize, ideally, I'm looking for overlap between passion and self-sustenance and financial stability as opposed to just focusing on one or the other, even though I know sometimes it takes a little bit of time to get there. Also realizing that, no, you don't have to monetize everything that you do. All right. And then the second question from Jacqueline, she asks, what propels you to be your best? I'll answer this in two ways. I think internally, I I like to compare myself to previous versions of myself. Whenever I'm looking for some sort of motivation or something like that, like, I think even just seeing these incremental improvements in myself and like, you know, My self-awareness and my self-care as well as like anything that I'm pursuing creatively or for work, anything like that, like that stuff is really encouraging for me and really motivational for me, even if it's just, you know, little like baby steps, basically, like at least know that I'm still working towards something and I know that, you know, eventually my hard work will pay off. Kind of similar to that, I think externally, this comparison game, you know, it's it's very tempting to, to compare yourself to other people, especially with social media and all this kind of stuff. And I don't know. I think trying to have a healthier perspective about that and seeing like, you know, if somebody else out there is seemingly very successful or I feel like they're more successful than me or like they're, they're doing these things that I, I want to be doing, rather than seeing it as like discouraging, I see it as more like a motivational thing where because they're doing it, I can also do it rather than because they're doing it, I can't do it. I forgot the term for it, but I think it's something like a sum zero game. Um, something like that. Yeah, basically like, you know, seeing other people win doesn't affect your ability to win in a lot of cases, you know, it really depends on how you perceive it and how you decide to look at it. So I think just kind of reframing my perspective of things and looking at, the winds of others as you know just another pushing force for myself and you know realizing that there's enough space for all of us at the end of the day i think that helps me keep a healthy perspective both internally and externally outside of that i'm really grateful to have such a strong support system in my friends and in my family and all this stuff and this next question comes from alex shout out to alex he says what's one high high and one low low from this year oh Man, I guess we'll start with the low, but I don't know if there's really like a single low that I could to that I could point out. It's been a collective uncertainty for sure. And I think that's probably my my low low. You know, after I finished my job, my last contracted job at UCSD back in May, like I was my first time not having any school, not really having anything lined up afterwards. And yeah, it was just like that on top of the pandemic going on on top of the upcoming election on top of all the social justice causes and stuff like there's just so much overload of you know things happening in the world I think it really challenged me and probably has challenged a lot of people to to really figure out what's important to them and what they really want to advocate for but yeah I think just this like collective uncertainty and all these transitions happening at once was definitely something that was super challenging for me this year, but I'm glad that, you know, we're still here. Um, you know, still figuring it out day by day, just like everybody else in terms of a high, high, I think it's really similar to that, you know, because there's so much uncertainty, I'm just really trying to focus on the things that I can control and the things that, you know, Are worth putting my attention towards and worth putting my effort towards and you know just realizing that at the end of the day i'm definitely practicing more gratitude being able to have a roof over my head and still have that strong support system while you know i try to figure out this life day by day you know i'm grateful for all the projects that i'm currently working on and trying to find that that better balance between you know time for myself time with others, time for work, time with family and just trying to find that even balance. You know, it's something that I kind of talked about in the first episode where, you know, for a long time I was kind of conflating work-life balance with work-work balance. And, you know, at the end of the day, trying to find that healthier, healthier set of boundaries, you know, just to kind of keep like a, a reasonable pace and a reasonable momentum that I can kind of sustain for a long time rather than feeling burnt out. basically, yeah. All right, and this next question comes from Tiff. Shout out to Tiff. She says, can you please talk about how slash why you got involved in the music industry? You know, I think just to build off the last episode, music has been so important to me for a large majority of my life. I associate a lot of memories and a lot of experiences with music, you know, like listening to a certain artist or listening to a certain song brings me back to certain parts of my life. And I think it's helped me process these things. Sometimes when I listen to a song, I feel like the way that they write about, you know, their own personal stories and experiences, like they're telling a story that I resonate with using words that I couldn't have thought of on my own, you know, like, and I think that's something that, that also helps, um, tying back to Marcel's question about what makes, uh, what makes me keep a song on repeat? I think it's, that strong emotional connection as well. Music has helped me process so many experiences in my life that I think it's really important to, you know, how I've gotten to where I am today and how I've been able to process things in my life for sure. Just being able to share that experience with as many people as possible and helping artists accomplish their goals and, you know, share their voice and share their story and build a a strong platform is something that keeps bringing me back to the music industry and trying to help artists however I can for sure. And this last question comes from Janelle. Shout out to Janelle. She asks advice for newbies to the industry, and I'm I'm guessing she means the music industry or creative industry. I've talked to a few people about this recently actually. The biggest advice I can give is, you know, there's really no wrong place to start, you know. Like I think especially in the beginning, you know, you kind of just want to learn as much as you can. And I think in the process, you'll figure out what interests you and what doesn't interest you. There's really no wrong place to start. Like I said, you know, I think over time, you'll kind of gradually figure out what you really want to prioritize and specialize in. But in the beginning and throughout the entire career, just continue to have fun with it. You know, don't be afraid to experiment. Don't be afraid to ask for help. I think those are the biggest things. There are a ton of free resources out there that can kind of help you get started. Also kind of building off of my previous episode as well. I think if you're feeling a little bit discouraged or anything like that, there's also a lot of ways to kind of create opportunities for yourself, too. For me, when I got my start in the music industry, so to speak, like I was doing a lot of blogging and, you know, making playlists and interviewing artists and stuff. And, you know, blogging isn't necessarily for everybody. And I understand that. But, you know, for me, like, since I was just writing for myself, you know, I had complete control over the artists I wanted to cover the artists I wanted to interview, how frequently I wanted to cover artists and, and interview them and stuff. And it was really up to, to me how much effort I wanted to put into it. I was the one who was initiating a lot of the the opportunities and stuff. So, yeah. At the end of the day, it, it was really up to me in terms of how much I wanted to invest in it and how much um, I was able to invest in it, given my, my other priorities and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, no wrong place to start. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And good luck. All right. So that's pretty much all the questions that I have so far for this one. But if you all have any other questions, feel free to send them over anytime. time. And um, I'm sure I'll put together an AMA in a future episode as well. But yeah, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for watching, um, and I'll see you guys soon. Thanks.